It's time for the Rural News with Kim Moody in Ōtautahi Christchurch. And Kim, butchers from Hamilton and Hawke's Bay have carved up the top spots at the National Awards? Kia ora, Michael. Yes, Brad Gillespie from New World of Rotatuna in Hamilton won the Young Butcher of the Year title and Rhys Tamanui from Waipawa Butchery in Hawke's Bay was crowned Butcher Apprentice of the Year at the awards in Auckland last night. Competitors put their boning, trimming, slicing and dicing skills to the test over a two-hour period, breaking down a large chicken, a full pork loin, beef rump, a, la- a leg of lamb and a mystery cut of Canadian beef T-bone into a display. Brad Gillespie says it was a tough competition. I had an inkling that I did pretty well but this year's competition was stacked with so much talent I didn't think it would be possible to (laughs) take it out. So yeah I'm absolutely stoked. He says he's come very close to winning before but two years of preparation have finally paid off. I think my experience in the competitions I've been to the grand final the last five years so and come runner-up twice in that time so I know what the judges are looking for. I just had to execute my plan and, and nail it. <laughs> Along with the trophy, Brad Gillespie will travel to the next World Butchers Challenge in 2024. Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor says it's vital all countries play a role in mitigating agricultural emissions while protecting food security. He made the comments at the OECD Committee on Agriculture in Paris last night. Mr O'Connor says the upcoming UN Climate Conference needs to fully recognise agricultural emissions as part of the problem, but also as part of the solution. More than 45,000 people, including world leaders and our own Climate Change Minister, are set to attend COP 27 in Egypt next week. Mr O'Connor says all countries need to be ambitious and transformative in the way they approach agricultural productivity in coming years, otherwise more land will be needed to feed the world's growing population. He told his international counterparts New Zealand farmers are already experiencing the effects of climate change with more frequent floods and droughts. Beef and Lamb says New Zealand red meat prices should remain steady this season, but increasing costs on farm will eat into profits. Its new season outlook report shows prices will ease slightly from last season's highs, but should remain strong. Sully Murphy reports. Beef and Lamb's chief economist Andrew Burt says with high market prices for sheep meat and beef globally and a low New Zealand dollar, farm gate prices are relatively strong for farmers at the moment. He says, simply put, demand is exceeding supply, more so for beef than lamb, which is more uncertain than usual because of cost of living issues in major markets like the EU and UK. Mr Burt says that means beef cattle pricing in particular will drive revenue for this season. However, he says farm expenditure is expected to increase by 3.4% this year to an average of $535,000 per farm. He says with revenue similar to last season and costs creeping upwards, farm profit before tax for the 2022-23 year is forecast to drop nearly 10% to an average of $181,000 per farm. A new farm has been confirmed with the cattle disease M. bovis, taking the number of infected properties to six. The Mid-Canterbury Dairy Farm is outside the controlled area notice, which was enforced around the Ansco five-star feedlot near Ashburton. But the Ministry for Primary Industry... But the Ministry for Primary Industries says it's nearby and has clear links to another infected farm. Well, it's time now for the latest from the sale yards around the country. I spoke to our regular guest, AgriHQ Senior Analyst Suze Bremner, a little earlier.
Kia ora, Suze. What's been happening this week? Well, new season lambs are now coming forward in greater volume, but there is a very cautious ear hanging over these pens. The season hasn't got off to the best start as the grass growth has been slow, overseas demand for lamb is wavering and processor space is limited. So that's meant two things at the yards. Farmers are either not ready to enter the market due to feed levels or they're very conservative in their bids. And a bit of a mixed bag for lamb sales. Yeah, well, so at fielding last Friday, 2400 were offered and the medium type sold for 110 to $132. But the market continued to ease at Stortford Lodge this week, where there was 4,400 pinned, and a similar type of lamb was making 95 to $120. But it is the longer-term lambs that are feeling the pinch the hardest, and the smaller types are trading at 60 to $74. The slow grass growth has also meant that lamb growth has been slower this year, and that has meant that some farmers have had to delay weaning and offloading. There hasn't been much lamb selling action in the South Island yards, apart from 1,300 at Canary Park this week. But they are, of course, on the cusp of starting on-farm lamb sales. What about store cattle and fears? Well, the yards are also busy with those store cattle and dairy beef wiener fears have kicked off in the North Island in the last few weeks. There are fewer calves being reared, as we know, and we are seeing a drop in numbers being offered at the yards, which I think will actually become more notable as more of these fears are held. Frisian bulls were absent at Rangiuru on Wednesday when they would usually be a big feature. And, but early averages for Frisian bulls at other yards have been around $500 to $550. That's Suze Bremner from AgriHQ. And just lastly, with five days to go into the New Zealand Agricultural Show, organisers say they've had a record number of entries for the annual competitions and are expecting big crowds. Also known as the Canterbury A&P Show, the event has been cancelled for the last two years because of COVID restrictions. Show General Manager Tracy Ahern says they're expecting 120,000 people to attend the three-day show next week. They can look forward to all the animal sections and competitions, bigger and better. We have record animal entries and, um, you know, that's all looking very cool. It's great to see the country coming to town already. We've already got some animals and some areas being set up. Tracy O'Hearn says the show will have all the other normal attractions like the sharing competition, wood shopping, as well as the kids' farmyard. She says a big draw card this year is that kids can attend for free. That wraps up the rural news for this week. Koirati Purongo, Otsia Taifenua.